Welcome to this special Accountex video panel. We are here five or six weeks on from Accountex 2019, and I'm here with Dan Richards, Amanda Seawatts, and Rachel Gregory. And we're going to talk about how Accountex went down this year. We kind of felt there was a different vibe, and we wanted to put together a few thoughts on uh, that and how successful it was and what might be happening in the future. So uh, all of these people have a vested interest in Accountex and in their own businesses. I'm just going to run around real quick and get them to introduce themselves for 30 seconds or so, so you know who's on here. And then we're going to crack on with some of those questions. So, uh, Dan, can you start? Uh, yeah, certainly, thanks. So, uh, Dan Richards, uh, Strategic Partnerships Director with My Firms App. We build apps for accounting firms all over the world uh, to help them connect better with their clients, their team members, and their prospects. Very succinct. Amanda? Uh, my name is Amanda C. Watts, and I specialize in helping new and established accounting firms to attract high-value clients. Sounds wonderful. Rachel? Gregory, and I'm the sales manager on the Accountex portfolio, specialising in Accountex London, Accountex Summit North, and the online media platform Accounting Insight News. Well, of course, Rachel, you've got the whole suite of Accountex events now, haven't you? The empire's growing ever bigger. We have. It is growing every single year, which is really exciting. And we're just looking at ways to improve it and step it up, which I think we certainly did this year from the feedback so far. Yeah, we're going to talk about that because, Dan, you've been going to Accountex a, a long time. Did you get a sense that there was a different feel about the event this year? I did, absolutely. So you're right, we were involved with Accountex when it first got set up, which was so it's been a wonderful journey so far. And uh, yes, this, this year I felt uh, it had gone up another gear or two. Uh, I think there's Accountex has always been a mainstay in the profession in the calendar throughout the course uh, since it got established a few years ago. And uh, this year, I think the maturing of it, the quality of the content, the exhibitors who attended, the investment those exhibitors made in terms of not just the stands and the, the stuff that was around, but the people from those companies who represented. Mm -hmm. And also, I think in the attendees, the accountants themselves, their their mindset, why they're going, what they're going to get from it. So I thought it was quite an exciting year, this one. Yeah. Amanda, how long have you been involved with Accountex? Um, so I first went to Accountex three years ago as a visitor. And to be completely honest, very overwhelmed. It was when making tax digital had just hit the, hit the ground. Um, and then I've been an exhibitor for a couple of years. And only in the two years uh, that I've been exhibiting, I've seen a massive, massive change um, from the first year to the second year, a phenomenal, an in, absolute increase in quality in exhibitors and visitors. It was amazing. Yeah. Well, Rachel, you have all kind of metrics for measuring the success of the events you put together. What can you tell us about how successful it was from your perspective? So from our perspective, the, the event this year being our eighth edition was more successful than we can ever imagined. Reason being is the quality of visitors was higher than ever before. We were 18% up on visitor numbers. So we welcomed over 9,000 visitors over two days. We, we couldn't even have dreamed to get to that figure. It's mm. absolutely amazing growth for um, the last 12 months. Um, I thought the show looked incredible as well. Everyone just seemed to up their game this year. Yeah, when you say quality of visitors, what's your evidence for that? So we do have a breakdown of our stats to say the visitors who attend, what their buying power is and what their job title is, where their accountant, practice owner, director, FD or CFO. So that the stats speak for themselves. We had a very high quality of decision makers, but also just talking to exhibitors, everyone I spoke to was having fantastic quality conversations. Mm. Um, so the feedback has, has been overwhelming. Yeah. 
I was Accounts X's roving reporter for the event and did 43 interviews with people on the stands. And that was one of the questions I asked them, what kind of quality conversations are you having? And uh, all of them agreed that uh, it's a, it was a more savvy audience in there asking higher level questions. And that bodes well for them selling position in their product. Amanda, t- you were one of the speakers, and I'll come to you, Dan, in a minute on this because you had a whole theatre. But um, did you get a sense of, of a raising of the game in terms of the speakers and seminars? Yeah, I thought there was huge diversity in the subjects that were covered. Right. Um, and I also, what I really enjoyed is that you didn't just have like the, the well-known gurus out there talking. We, well, we, I feel like Accountex is mine. Accountex. You can own it. That's okay. <laughs> I love it so much. I think it's amazing. Um, so Accountex managed to attract some really different speakers from all over the world. And it was really nice because that created a lovely buzz before the event and also there was a real excitement to hear these new speakers at the event mm. um, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it uh, being a speaker but also listening to the other speakers as well yeah Dan you and I have spoken about how full the seminars were and uh, lots of different types of seminars as Amanda said you saw them well attended didn't you yeah absolutely I, I like to think of myself as a fairly observant person but um, I missed this thing <laughs> it had to get pointed out to me but Rachel and the team had decided to put um, speakers on the outside of the theatres, uh, which was a really, really neat thing to do because it, historically you'd, you'd be in a session, you'd be speaking, the thing would be full, that's great, and people would be gathering around the back, but then just drifting on again, and there was always this kind of melee that was going on. Mm-hmm. Whereas this year, because you could actually hear what was being said, it meant that there was some great engagement um, at that moment as well. People heard what they wanted and then were able to move on um, yeah. from there. So. I found that the quality of the sessions was great, the diversity of the speakers, accountants in practice, commentators, tech companies, government people, etc. There was some great diversity there. But the fact that folks were able to actually hear it was good. Yeah, we'll come to you on that, Richard. We've got to give a big shout out to Zoe Lacey Cooper right now, who put together the, the speaker seminar program, uh, who did a fantastic job. But what were you thinking when you put together this program in terms of making it well attended, Rachel? Every year there's a range of different subjects that are covered, but we always want to include new trends, new subjects, keeping it fresh, inviting returning speakers as well as hearing from some new faces, which I definitely think we achieved this year and have got a good mix. Um, We definitely this year had more women speakers than ever before, which was amazing. I know it has been issue in the profession uh, people want to see more women speak at accountants we want more women so if you're watching this and you want to speak at accountants next year I think there's speak. a lot of, there's a lot of men want more women Rachel so uh, <laughs> yes we, we know what you mean <laughs> but yes I mean we invested heavily in the theatres this year we made the keynotes bigger we invested in the AV and you know it's taken us a few years to get it right uh we listen to the feedback year on year and we can only make changes test the water see how it pans out but i think this year we hit hit the nail on the head in my opinion and it seemed to be right balance with the theaters and the av of course we need to make the theaters bigger for next year given we had so many more visitors attend this year which was fantastic but again that is just something we will we will continue to work on and is that the plan then to do bigger theaters and less sessions not necessarily less sessions, just to try and make the theatres that bit bigger to create some more standing room so we can add some more chairs um, and just make sure that the theatres can be 
as well attended as they are but you know everyone gets to a session that they want to see as opposed to not being able to attend because they're completely full up sure and amanda you talked about being bewildered when you first came to accountics and, and my first one was last year so i appreciate that did you get any sense that the mindset of attendees was different and that they they came with more of a plan they were a bit more strategic in the conversations they wanted and what they wanted to do with that time yeah absolutely so the first year that I exhibited, we had a flood of people come to our stand, but they they kind of weren't focused and they were just there and they were like, what do you do? What do you do? Whereas this time I felt that they had sought us out and they had proper questions and they needed answers to something that they thought about before they'd arrived. So when I think that we were talking about quality before, maybe the, the quality of people are the same, but actually their quality of thought is better mm. when, they, when they've arrived. They're a little bit more organized. And I think that is a lot to do with the prep that Accountex do beforehand and help people come along to make the most of the show. It's not yeah. just about the show. Sure. Dan, did you notice on your stand that people were having better conversations? Yeah, very much so. Uh, the, it's easy to say that, isn't it? Yeah, people have great conversations, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, it really was the case. And uh, I think what Amanda's just said um, is, is spot on. The uh, I think what happens throughout the year, the with Accountex being the, the culmination, perhaps, but there's a lot of communication that goes on. What Rachel and Zoe and the team are doing is has been superb the last few years in um, in managing the content and managing people's expectations. So when folks did come along, uh, yes, they were coming along uh, with better quality questions, better thought processes, which was it's always good for us because we're you know exhibiting there. We want to do business. We want to help people with what it is that we do to help. But I think it's fantastic for the accounting firms themselves because that's going to help them get so much more out of it. Mm. You know, with that clear thought process, what do I want to hear? What do I want to get from it? And we also notice, I don't know what others feel about this, but we also notice a lot of people bringing their team with them this year so to get more engagement. Yeah, that's a good point. Rachel, do you survey people that come? What feedback do you get about how much they got from it this year? Yeah, we do a video, uh, a video, a visitor survey after the show. And yeah, the, the feedback has, has been amazing. I think there's always room uh, for improvement. People would like to see more, even more products and services and even more topics covered. But we're definitely going to do our best to work on it and have an even, you know, bigger, better account text next year as well. Mm. Is there a sense that there's such a lot going on in the profession right now? And I'll just open this up to anyone. Uh, that the, not so much a fog, but it's hard to make sense of all the, the digital disruption that's going on, all the different texts and apps. Did you get a sense that people were lost or they were navigating fairly well through what's happening? Uh, if I may kick this one off, I, I think a bit of both. Um, so I think that, that mostly depends on what you've done prior to attending for a day or two. Mm. So the um, I, one of my daughters, Elizabeth, we talk about this sometimes. She has had got a million different thoughts and talk about how you have to lasso one of those thoughts and bring it down to earth and, and focus on it for a while. And I think Accountex is a bit the same. If you're going in there and you've gone, right, I want to go and see this person and that person, have this conversation, I want to listen to this session, here's the outcome we want for a team at the end of it, um, then uh, I don't think it's too bad. Um, I think if, like Amanda, the first time you come along, you go, I've had a context, man alive, there's a lot going on here. It can be a bit like that. So I think if you've got that that, that, that kind of lasso and you're going to bring some of these things down. Mm. Um, and also making smaller decisions. You don't have to have an epiphany every time you go to something like this. You can just make some small choices that add up to a, a good outcome. Yeah. Amanda, what would you advise to attendees going to next year? Because there's going to be more disruption, more 
uh, seminars more overwhelm, isn't there? Yeah, totally. So I would say definitely do your research before you go. Um, we know who's exhibiting before you you go along, you get your account expiration beforehand. So make sure that you're aware of who's going. But actually, I think that clarity starts within. So you need to know exactly as a firm where you are in your journey, whether you have staffing problems, whether you do need to you know, have more apps, or if you do need to invest in marketing and get more clients, you need to be super clear, because otherwise you're going to account X and you're just going to give yourself a headache. Mm -hmm. So clarity starts with the firm, first of all. So I would definitely say that Accountex is beautifully placed, that by the time you've done your research in, in sort of January, February, got that rush out of the way, um, then get your head around what you want for the next year and then go to Accountex to plan and get your project sorted. Mm. We've talked mainly about the people that are visiting Accountex, but for the exhibitors, Rachel, what feedback have you had from them about how successful it was as a show? Amazing feedback. Again, the feedback has been so overwhelming. Over 60% of exhibitors have already booked back in for next year. So 60% was that? Yeah, 60% of stand spaces already. Is that high, Rachel, in the context of events? We had the biggest rebook we've ever had. So more stands have booked for next year already than ever before. So I think that was just on the back of it of how busy it was, the quality conversations. And I think Accountex being in our eighth year this year, we've brought it to a place where there doesn't need to be a trend or something happening big in the profession people just see it as the annual meeting place for the profession that they have to be at they can't not afford to be there because where else are you going to be able to attend all those seminars and source all those products and services for your for your business going forward in one yeah. place you bring us on to the roi question when i went round the stands asking these uh, big firms a lot of them big companies how important Accountex was in their calendar, most of them said that this was the flagship event for us in the year. This is what we put most of our resources in. This is what we send most of our people to. This is the, the vehicle, if you like, which we use to reach most of our customers and clients. Dan, did you get that sense? Yeah, I think you get it visually when you walk around. There are some people who are spending a lot of money. Well done, yeah. Rachel. <laughs> and uh, the, you know, their, their stands look amazing. There's some real creativity in amongst those. So I think that witnesses to that point. Um, but also, as I think as I said a little earlier on, it's not just that they send so-and-so along to it, but there's the senior team from most of the um, exhibitors are in attendance as well. Mm -hmm. and I think that speaks volumes as to how, where they perceive it to be. It's the opportunity to meet customers, the opportunity to meet one another. So there's a lot of business that's going on between the exhibitors as well at a place like this, yeah. well between the exhibitors and the attendees. So yeah, I definitely get that feel. Amanda, from a marketing perspective, you're a marketing expert here. ROI is really important, isn't it? Because it costs a lot of money. You're bringing a lot of people to an event like this. It's time out of the business. How do you see exhibitors and, and even the visitors going about measuring ROI from something like this? Yes, fab. So I, I love that question in as much as we need to think just outside of money as well as, you know, what, did, what do we get from it? And I think that if you, you imagine a circle and you have different circles coming outside of it, you've got you in the center. The most important people that we need to make contact with every single year is our clients. And Accountex enables us to meet our clients en masse in one go. And we don't have to be traveling around the world to see them. So mm. first of all, ROI on keeping your clients happy, definitely. Secondly, you've got staff. So how often do all of you get together um, and actually be able to spend time together and really focus on the business? So the 
ROI on getting that team together and doing well um, in a great environment, that has to be measured as well. Then you've got the partnerships of people that you work with, like people like Dan, who I know, and Accountex in general, and you as well. What's the ROI on that? So that's really important. And then finally, you've got your new clients. So most people go along and they say, you know, oh, I, I want to you know, make sure I attract more clients. We have to think bigger than that. So it's prospects are almost like the last ROI for me. The most important thing is connecting with my clients, connecting with my partnerships, you know, having my team there and really enjoying it. So we have to think of ROI in a big way, not just in a small way. Yeah, that's very good. And certainly I asked the big exhibitors, how do you measure the return on such a big stand and all of this manpower? And they said, it's not just about talking to new clients and bringing in new business. It's having a brand presence and a brand uplift with our existing client base. We don't want to miss out on here because our they were very honest. Our competitors are in the room and there's going to be a big gap your size. So there's a bit of FOMO there. What kind of conversations do you have around ROI, Rachel, when you're selling space at AccountX? Work with companies that are relevant, which I think helps the whole whole process in the sense of if you're not relevant for our audience, we, we won't invite you to exhibit, which is key because we want our visitors to meet the right companies. But when it comes to ROI, every company is different. I mean, some companies have a strategy that when they go on site, they are only scanning visitors that are their key target audience. Some exhibitors get a bit scan happy and just want to scan everyone. Uh, so I think it depends on the strategy they have at the show and then the follow-up process. Um, but most of the companies I deal with get a very strong ROI from exhibiting at accountants, which is why they come back year on year. That could take three months to see ROI from the show. It could take six months. It can sometimes even take up to two years. Uh, every different business has a different um, turnaround time for converting business but the follow-up process I say is key and if you have a strategy on site and a, a good follow-up process you're likely to see a return of investment sooner rather than later. Sure and Dan your investment in Accountex was not insignificant you had a big team there and a big stand and a theatre and everything else do you have some hard metrics on this how do you measure whether it's been worth your while? I think what both Amanda and Rachel have said is is spot on. Um, I think that ROI comes over. For example, on the team point, we love bringing the team down. Um, and you know, that's a fantastic return for us. It's an energizing time. Uh, it's an educational time. Uh, it's an ability to um, inform the other work they can do, whether they're part of the customer success team, whether they're part of the development team or sales or strategy, it doesn't matter. There, there's a lot that you can get out of being in a place like that, just, mm. just being around it and listening. Um, the, I, I think the, the follow-up point as well that, that Rachel uh, mentioned is, is really important. Um, so from ourselves, you know, there's a, um, a well-structured, I hope people might say otherwise, a well-structured follow-up campaign um, straight afterwards to just continue to nurture those, create more value still, just keep feeding in. Um, and that's yielding results. That's good. Um, but also, uh, the, I think for now we're a month on from this year's one, I think for the attendees as well, thinking about their follow-up, because it's very easy to go to something like this. And a number of people would actually, it was Wednesday, Thursday this year, wasn't it, the, the show? So it was Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, thanks, Rachel's mother. <laughs> so Rachel, uh, uh, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, Friday, a number of people said they're taking time out as a team to go and make some choices, review everything they come across. I think that's really important. But if you then lose the momentum on Monday and just get back into the normal way of life, you've got all that great stuff that you've done there, but it takes months and months for you to actually start to implement things. So 
from a, an attendee's point of view, how you get that follow-up. And that's right for you. Advice as well. Yeah, you were nodding there, Amanda. Dan was ticking all the buttons for you there on ROI and marketing, wasn't he? Absolutely. Yeah, but he knows about marketing too. He's super savvy. So yeah. he's, they've got it sorted. But yeah, very much so. It is all in the follow-up. It's not what happens on the day. It's about the building of relationships. And as Dan said and Rachel said, that can take anywhere from three months to two years or beyond. So I'm getting a great ROI from last year's AccountEx, not this year's AccountEx. Mm. Um, and that's great. But it's not just about that. It's about relationships. Relationships is what builds a great business. Well, that's a really good point. A lot of the conversations I saw were not between uh, vendor and buyer, if you like, but the strategic partnerships. Dan, you, you alluded to the, the talk between vendors. And, and those strategic alliances that were going on. That's obviously a big selling point for the event, Rachel, isn't it? Yes, definitely. It's those building those relationships and partnerships. And so many times we have new startups that come to the show. And then by the following year, they're working with, you know, various other names in the industry. So it really opens up um, and builds long-lasting connections within partners, with visitors, existing clients, relationships all around, as Amanda said. <laughs> yeah. One I'm, thing, actually, sorry, Rob, I'd love to share, is you've got people like Alistair Barlow, who two years ago, two and a bit years ago, didn't have a business, came to AccountEx last year, and he was nosing around and looking who he could actually partner with and who he wanted to buy from. And this year, one of the best speakers at the show. So it's it's very easy to get involved in AccountEx if you follow that journey and build those relationships. Yeah, and there's lots of different ways to get involved, isn't there, too? You don't have to exhibit. Just going there and walking around with a plan is very beneficial. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Rachel, looking forward, how big does AccountEx want to get? You, do you have a global empire you're building here? We want to grow the show responsibly. So even though it's it's had great growth over the last two, three years, we want to grow the show responsibly. Uh, the show next year is pretty much the same footprint. We've got a tiny little bit more space maybe like 10 extra stands. But other than that, it's the same footprint because we don't want to grow too quickly. Uh, we like we think the proportion between visitors and exhibitors is a good proportion. And if you grow something too quickly, it then can lose the buzz. And every year, Accountex has a great buzz and I hear everyone raving about it. You know, the excitement on the show floor, the connections people make, the amazing parties that are on in the evening around Accountex now, which many companies are positioning their events around Accountex because it is just that, you know, that week of that annual meeting place where there's great connections to be made. Yeah. Dan, you sensed a more international feel this year compared to previous years. Yeah, I did. So um, one of the things we have the pleasure of doing uh, is curating a theatre ourselves um, and selecting the speakers to go into that. And, uh, and that was cool this year. And inclusive within that was Andrew Van Der Beek from Down Under, uh, all the way from Australia. And, uh, but also we, we had people contacting us um, just because of what we do in different countries to to ask about Accantes. So, you know, there's folks from Brazil, there's folks from America, there's folks from Europe wanting to come across and, and meet. And in fact, I had meetings um, while I was there with folks from uh, from Hungary. I had meetings with folks from Germany and from Austria, um, all in the space of about two hours. Um, yeah. So, yeah, there was definitely a more international feel. And that's quite exciting to see um, the, the pull that it has for those sorts of things. Um, and uh, we're also heading over to Boston in September to speak and exhibit at the 
US version of Accountex as well. Yeah. Amanda, I saw you nodding. You've got a global business. Do you use Accountex as a, a vehicle to meet a lot of these international partners? Yeah, like I said before, it's great because they come to us. So, yeah. like, Accountex is our office for two days. And people <laughs> just fly in and see us, and it works really well. So, uh, very much so. And, you know, going over to Australia and America is definitely in our sights as well of what we're looking to do with Accountex. Um, and I've had conversations with Zoe about that already. But as Rachel said, it's not just the two days, is it? There's a lot more starting to appear before and after Accountex to make it a whole experience. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel that the effort that people are putting in beforehand, saying that they're exhibiting or visiting or let's meet up, let's have coffee, is lovely because you know we're talking a lot about the world changing and that we've gone digital. And I used to organize exhibitions like Rachel does. Um, and when I was doing exhibitions, they were on the decline because the digital world was getting more and more. But actually what I love now is with Accountex is we've managed to merge the two to make Accountex great and also the network prior and after um so so it's fantastic it, it, they've got it right it's it's switched on uh, well they, you say they're getting it right you're probably not complacent are you rachel and you've got a few new ideas you're bringing in yes we've got lots of ideas that we're going to be discussing um going forward and i mean it's taken us a few years to get it to the stage uh we've got it this year bearing in mind diversified as the company has only acquired it back in 2015 so we've owned and been running accountants for three years now but we like to think the changes that we've put into place so far have led you know to the great success as well as all the commitment and support from the speakers exhibitors and visitors because we couldn't do it without any of you guys um and it's just getting bigger and better year on year and we're trying listen to the feedback from the surveys and implement even more new ideas for next year to make it even better mm. well let's talk about making it better hand on heart being brutally honest dan if you were in charge of Accountex, what would you do differently or recommend they change going forward? Yeah, luckily Rachel's far too clever to let me be in charge of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, Amanda's glad I came to you first because she's thinking of something yeah, right you, now. <laughs> you've got some good answers, Amanda. You come on back here. Uh, I think it's a um, uh, the the content. I think is the, this year. Um, I don't think I used the word earlier, but it was more educational. The content um, this year. And so to, to put more effort into those things, but I think as exhibitors, large and small, um, want to be a little bit smarter about how you link up within those things. So the, the important thing is that the attendee gets a great experience, um, but of course, everyone is there to um, sell something, advise something, buy something. Um, and so if you can link those things up uh, better, um, and that's really that responsibility is on the exhibitors more than anybody else to, to think, how do you do that? That'd be really smart. Um, and I think we've spoken quite a bit about partnerships. So it's probably a bit more about actually how do you see some of those become more overt and um, more effective at a place like Accountex? So that the, mm. businesses, the exhibitors are, are working smarter together so that it makes life even easier, more effective for the attendees themselves. Yeah. Amanda, marketing is all about testing and tracking, isn't it? Yeah. How could Accountex raise their game even more, do you think? Um, I, again, I, I agree with Dan in as much as I don't think that the onus is on Accountex right now. Uh, I feel that I get so looked after and I feel that I get very um, great results from Accountex because of the effort that I put in to build my relationship with them as mm. well as the effort they put in. So I would definitely say that the onus is on us 
to be more proactive in supporting Accountex throughout the entire year. So you've got Accounting Insight News. Um, we all have the opportunity to write articles and get involved with that a lot more. And we don't because life gets in our way. And actually, I think that we can help Accountex be even more successful next year by getting involved 12 months of the year rather than just that one month when it's really, really busy. Um, so yeah, Accountex give us this great platform. Uh, it's our job to, to leverage it and to use it more and that will then in turn give us an even better accounting. Well, Rachel's thrilled about that. She doesn't have to do any more work. It's all down to us then, really. Oh, there's definitely so much work to be done. Um, but no, support, I mean, the support from you guys and everyone in the industry has just been incredible since we took the show over. And but yes, we are now positioning ourselves as a 365-day brand. And, you know, the ROI and Amanda mentioning this sort of campaign leading up to the show a lot of exhibitors are doing are very much involved in their success so it isn't just about booking a stand turning up to meet people get involved in the marketing with us get involved in counting insight news you can publish your blog content by sending it through to us from the moment you book so even exhibitors that are booked for next may are marketing through our platform now and that's the key. It's the whole marketing campaign leading up to the show and us having a 365-day voice as a brand and businesses are capitalizing on that. Mm. How important is the social media side of it and the content, Rachel? Because that's sometimes the glue that holds it all together, isn't it? Yes. I mean, we launched Counting Insight News back last year. It's been hugely successful and our social media platforms just go from strength to strength but yeah I think it's important as we're not just a two-day event we are seen as a trusted brand in the profession that has been running for eight years so I think it's important when when things happen in the industry that we comment on those and that there's content going out all year round so we're kept in, in mind all throughout the, the year 365 days of the year not just at the event um, so the content is very much key to how we are positioning Accountex as a brand now and what we are doing. We want to communicate with our audience every day of the year. Hmm. Amanda, how important is the social media for a brand like Accountex? Oh, it's hugely important, especially with something that is offline that takes people it costs money to go to Accountex. It costs two days out of the office, which is huge. Um, and I think that what social media enables you to do is almost drip feed why you need to be there. And it enables you to build relationships before you go to Accountex. Imagine if you were a new uh, owner of an accounting firm. Maybe you've been in business for a month or so and you go to Accountex and you don't know anyone, you haven't been on social media, you haven't built relationships and you walk into Accountex, you're just going to sit in the corner and cry. It's just going to be too much, isn't it? What, what social media enables uh, new firms especially to do is to kind of seek out and build those relationships beforehand. And that means that when you go to Accountex, you feel a lot more confident because walking into that huge hall can be so overwhelming. Mm. And I think that all of the digital marketing around it enables you to build a relationship beforehand. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that it's it's essential for something that is so grand and is such a centerpiece in the profession. Mm. Dan, you've put on a lot of events, both online and face-to-face -face over the years. How hard is it to put a few thousand people in a room like Accountex do? Oh, it's ridiculous. I'm so glad Rachel's doing it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's really hard. I mean, it, it can be hard to get 50 people together, uh, let alone 5,000 or 10,000. So 
it's um, it's a tremendous achievement and it's a culmination of course it's not going to happen overnight the first account text uh, was uh, was very quiet by comparison mm. uh, but the to see where it is now that's that's part of the longevity and i think rachel said it well you know it, it's a significant brand in the marketplace now and it has a responsibility to have a voice and all those other good things but uh, the uh, it's because it's grown that far um, and because the exhibitors have decided to, to chuck into it and because the attendees can get that value from it and if that sticks as a collective responsibility it will keep working really well but in yeah. order it, it sounds easy but to achieve it is very hard so credit where credit's due you bring up an interesting point with great reach and influence like accountex has now comes responsibility uh, how are you planning to shape the profession and, and be a force for good going forward rachel I think just by continuing to, to do what we've always done is being honest and being transparent and our platform is very much an unbiased media platform so we don't favor any particular brands we don't particularly have a sh strong opinions on on set topics it's just creating that unbiased platform where we can push out news and content that's going to be of interest but keeping it an uh, even playing field yeah, it's one of its strengths, Amanda, isn't it, this event? It's agnostic, so everyone can be in one room at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, it, where we might feel that there we have competitors out there in the marketplace, it's amazing how you come into AccountX and everybody's friendly. It's a really wonderful environment to be around and very welcoming and warm. And I think that that comes from the top down. And I think that it's the, the guys at AccountX are all very welcoming and warm and inclusive. And that then enables us all to have that great experience. Very much. Rachel smiling there. Give us a sense, Rachel, for what kind of an engine or a team puts together something like this. And it doesn't just start a couple of months before, does it? No. Uh, we spend all year working on account tech. It is, you know, it, we live and breathe it. We absolutely love it. We have an incredible team. Obviously, Zoe's on maternity leave at the moment and we miss her greatly. She'll be back in December, but we just all live and breathe it. It's just we are not just invested in it through our careers. We are in this community together. We absolutely care about the profession, where it's going. We're very all, very passionate people about what we do. And when it's not just putting on a, a great event, it's shaping the profession and re seeing the rewards from it with the companies that are doing so exceptionally well through our show, but also the visitors making you know their day-to-day -day lives easier and helping them overcome challenges uh, by putting on such, such a great event. So it's really rewarding, but we have a very talented team that are all very passionate and, and just love the profession. Sure. Are there any aspects of Accountex 2019 that we haven't touched on, any of you that you wanted to share at this point before I ask for some closing remarks? Not that I can think of. I think you've done a great job at covering a good good range of aspects about the event. Well, it's clearly the, the flagship event of the year, isn't it? And it's only rivaled by the, the big events that the Zeros and the Sages and the Intuits put on themselves, both in the UK and abroad. But yeah, as we say, an agnostic event, there is, there is nothing like it, is there, throughout the world for bringing people from the accounting profession together in one place? No, yeah, no. I would agree. Oh, sorry, over to you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I was just going to probably say the same thing as you there, Rachel. Uh, th there are other con uh, exhibitions and conferences in, in other countries, but uh, AccountX is definitely the leading light. Uh, and the, the agnostic, the independent part of it, I think, is probably the jewel in its crown. 
Yeah. So the um, the fact that you can have all the people in one place and it's not curated by an Intuit or by Zero or someone else, it's it's everyone has got a, a fair chance to go there and to to be represented and for the attendees to be able to cover that spread. So yeah, I think that's the Jordan aircraft. Yeah, and Amanda, a final thought from you. You put up a stand this year and uh, we saw Matthew on there. Will you be doing that again next year and are you already planning for what you're going to be doing there? Oh, absolutely. So we've already rebooked. We're part of that 60%. Um, I definitely think my final thought is you've got to be in it to win it. So if you want to be part of Accountex, then come along as an exhibitor or come along as a visitor. Um, the more effort that you put in in the run-up and at the event, the more you'll reap in rewards financially, emotionally. Um, it's it's amazing. But if you don't want to don't want to play, don't play, but you have to be in it to win it. Sure. And is there a sense of FOMO, Dan, that firms, that companies that don't book or people that don't go are really missing out on something? Nothing is right for everybody. So everyone's got to make their own choices for these things. Um, but the uh, yes, I would think there probably is that for some, and, and quite rightly so. It's worth being there. Mm. And, and so if this is the right type of arena for you, you ought to be there. It was probably what I would say on that. Um, and I think also for the, the following up, like we were speaking about earlier, for the uh, attendees and for the exhibitors, you know, both have a responsibility to themselves for their investment of time and money and effort to follow up. Um, so keep making those small decisions. I spoke to quite a number of people this year, actually, that, uh, that said, I wish I did this some years ago. And, and that was across a whole range of subjects. It wasn't just to do with my firm's app. It was across a whole range of subjects. And mm -hmm. so... The uh, I think just making those incremental decisions, keep taking action, and then actually, yeah, you'll, you'll get a tremendous amount out of this throughout the year. Sure. There is a sense that if you don't go, you'll never know. As Amanda said, you've got to be in it to win it. But certainly people ask me, how much time should I invest in doing the follow-up as opposed to just being there? And I think it's about three to one. In other words, if you spend one hour at an event, you should spend three hours following up over the next few weeks and months and years because that's what it's going to take to make that conversation meaningful and convert it, if you like, into something tangible. So when you look at a two or three day event like Accountex, how much do you spend following up? Well, that might be five, six, seven, ten days over the year to really make that count. Uh, Amanda, would you go along with that from a marketing perspective? Yeah, absolutely. But I'd also say more. So I follow up with everyone who came to Accountex last year, not this year. They, they hear from me every week, like mm. clockwork. Um, and I literally signed up a new client last week who said, oh, yeah, I saw you at Accountex last year. And now I'm ready to work with you. Yeah. So, don't, you know, yes, it takes hours, but it can take years as well. We yeah. have to all see how, how we buy. Um, and yeah, it's, it's fab. Just keep in touch, stay front of mind. Yeah. And Rachel, I'm going to let you have the last word. Uh, you have something of a, of a monopoly. You've built a great brand here, but in some senses, you're the only game in town. Uh, why should people come to Accountex 2020? Because it's going to be even bigger and better than this year. And we're going to have even more fantastic brands, even more content. And as we've all spoken about it is the event the annual meeting place and you need to be in it to win it as a man says um but yes you, it's the fear of you know missing out on what's happening in the profession latest trends um but also the other events that go on around accountex and making those long-lasting connections so bring your team along you know next year save the date add it to your diary already get it signed off and make sure you're there and we look forward to welcoming you yeah, well, that's so true, and uh, it's going to be it's going to be something a little bit special next year, twenty twenty. 
is uh, is is a great year, isn't it? It's going to be a lot of fun things happening. Thank you so much for your time, everyone. We appreciate your insights on this little Accountex five or six weeks on roundup, and we'll see you all there next year. And uh, hopefully, it's going to be an incredible time. Thank you very much. Thanks, Rob. Bye. Thanks all. See you later.